0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys week 13 running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020. Inside of this video, we are going to be discussing my top 32 ranked running backs for week number 13 and why I have them ranked where I do inside of the top 32. Now, before I start the video, I'd like to ask if that at any point inside this video, you end up having a great time, you end up enjoying, so please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you are new because I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship so before we get balls deep into this one i'd like to give you guys a quick word for my friends and my sponsor over at overlaydfs.com overlaydfs.com is my favorite way to play daily fantasy sports On the interwebs. They do have two options on their website the progressive tournaments as well as the matchup shop. But my favorite place to make that young moolah like my name was Lil Wayne is on the matchup shop. It's pretty simple. Who scores more fantasy points? Some examples from Monday Night Football Miles Sanders, minus nine fantasy points, or Boston Scott plus 9 fantasy points, DK Metcalf minus half a point, or Tyler Lockett plus half of a point, it is so, so simple, you can put up as much money as you want, and it is so easy to win, anyone can do it, you guys do research all week long to win your fantasy football matchup, so why not win some extra cash on top of it on OverlayDFS.com, again, make sure you guys check it out, OverlayDFS.com. Dot com and we are back let's get into it week 13 running back rankings we begin with running backs 1 through 12 now there's some familiar faces here inside the top 12 and a face that may be I may be completely wrong on or this could be one of the best rankings I've ever had in my life at number 11 Who we are going to be talking about a little bit later So we begin with number one Derrick Henry versus the Cleveland Browns This game screams high-scoring affair where there's going to be a whole lot of running now I do think the Tennessee Titans are going to air the ball out because I do like Ryan Tannehill as well as the wide receivers This week a decent amount for the Tennessee Titans, but when it gets colder, it just screams Derek Henry season. This motherfucker, once it gets below the level of where it's pretty fucking cold, people just simply cannot tackle Derek Henry. He enters super sane mode and he becomes the best version of Derek Henry you've ever seen. And here up against the Cleveland Browns, that is what I fully expect. Expect in this matchup, I love Derek Henry. At number two, we have Austin Eckler, the Eckler Neta, versus the New England Patriots. Now, Austin Eckler had seven zillion targets last week in that game that they ultimately lost because they don't understand clock management. But it's okay and it's all right because Chargers fans probably wanted to lose anyways, but Austin Eckler is going to be very involved up against the New England Patriots. I would not be surprised if he was the number one running back on the week, strictly due to the amount of rushing volume he's going to get, as well as receiving volume out of the backfield. If he he finds the end zone maybe once, potentially twice in this game, Eckler could absolutely smash this Sunday slate on week number 13. I love Austin Eckler this week. At number three, we have Big Dick Nicholas Chubb at the Tennessee Titans. Nick Chubb has been even out receiving career hunt as of recently that's why kareem hunt has kind of gotten skedaddled outside of the top 12 now i don't think that he's a terrible play this week at all i think there's going to be a very run heavy game from the cleveland browns i think both nick chubb and kareem hunt are going to be um productive in this game. But with that said, I feel like Nick Chubb is just the next level from Kareem Hunt. I feel like he has much more touchdown upside. And at this point, he kind of has more receiving upside, even though that's kind of a lie because you would prefer Kareem Hunt. But obviously, Nick Chubb has been very utilized in this offense, heavily utilized. And up against the Tennessee Titans in a close game, Nick Chubb should be running the rock a lot in this matchup. Number four, we have DC. And I'm not talking about Diet Coke or Daniel Cormier. I'm talking about Dalvin Cook versus the Jacksonville Jaguars and Dalvin Cook has been a certified fucking beauty for fantasy football menu Week as they would describe I believe in France. Now Dalvin Cook has had some down games last week didn't play as good. Why is that? Because he ended up getting hurt. Now he's not going to be fully healthy going into this game so I don't expect him to get a full workload but in my opinion up against the Jacksonville Jaguars he could get half a load and he's going to bu- blow a Ron Jeremy-esque load all over the face of the Jacksonville Jaguars defense like their name was Remy LaCroix at number of We have James Robinson at the Minnesota Vikings, and this one is the other side of the ball. And I just love James Robinson. James Robinson, up against every single defense, just gets seven million goddamn touches. Doesn't matter if they're down a million, James Robinson gets the ball. If they're up a million, James Robinson gets the ball, both in the receiving game as well as the rushing game. This guy honestly could be rookie of the year if the other rookies weren't so fucking amazing. Guys like Herbert, guys like Jefferson guys like even T Higgins could all be rookie of the year James Robinson should be up there in that conversation due to how well this guy's been playing this season up against the Minnesota Vikings is not a oh shiva me timbers we're playing the Minnesota Vikings kind of defense it's like we're playing the Minnesota Vikings James Robinson's getting the ball seven zillion fucking times and we're gonna try to win the game I like Robinson here at number five and number six we have discount double checks brother aaron jones versus the philadelphia eagles now Aaron jones and Aaron Rodgers. Have the same fucking birthday, which was a couple days ago. So happy birthday to Mr. Aaron Jones and happy death day to the Philadelphia Eagles because Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers are going to double pump these motherfuckers like they're playing in Fortnite. Aaron Jones is a beast. He had one bad game last week or not even a bad game, right? He didn't take a shit right on your chest. He didn't screw you over. He just didn't play as well as we expected. But here up against the Philadelphia Eagles, up against a team you can run training on, Aaron Jones should be able to have a big bounce back here. At number 7, we have Chris Carson versus the New York Football Giants, and there is nothing more that I love than the Seattle Seahawks running the goddamn ball 7 million times. I don't love it for my Russell Wilson fantasy football stonks, but I do love it for Chris Carson because Chris Carson is very utilized in this offense. We saw two weeks ago when Chris Carson returned, Carlos Hyde was getting used a little too much, and then last week, he's getting used. Chris Carson's getting used every single fucking time. This week, up against the New York Football Giants, it's going to be even more heavily usage by Chris Carson. Carson. Chris Carson is going to play amazing here up against the New York football Jets or football Giants. I expect the Seattle Seahawks team to score a whole lot of points in this one. At number eight, we have AK Alvin Kamara at the Atlanta Falcons. And Alvin Kamara, AKA AK. Like AK-fucking-47, he's no longer an AK-47, a machine gun used to kill people. He is like a Nerf AK-47 because he fucking shoots it at you and the bullet just bounces off you. Why? Because with Taysom Hill, he completely butt fucks Alvin Kamara and he enjoys it. Because Alvin Kamara gets screwed by Taysom Hill fucking Hill, because Taysom Hill doesn't dump off the ball to Alvin Kamara like Drew Brees would, or like famous Jameis the W eater Winston would. He instead just tries to run the ball himself, or they start using Latavius Murray a whole lot more. So this obviously sucks for Alvin Kamara, and I don't expect Alvin Kamara to have a tremendous game, but again, it's very hard to rank Alvin Kamara outside of the top 10, especially with such a cupcake matchup up against the Atlanta Falcons. At number 9, we have Miles Sanders at the Green Bay Packers, and we are here with another situation of Terrible usage by the the coaches. Doug Peterson, for some reason, just has a fucking hole in his goddamn head because he does not use Miles Sanders at all in the correct way. How you use Miles Sanders is you give him the ball. Instead, they're just doing all types of shit, trying to pass with Carson Wentz. That doesn't work. How you win is by giving the ball to Miles Sanders. I expect a big game here out of him, but again, I'm nervous because up against the Green Bay Packers, they're no pushover, but Doug Peterson is so fucking stupid that I feel like it's going to screw me over. At number 10, we have David Montgomery versus the Detroit Lions, and cue that run from last week. I'm not going to cue it because I can't fucking play a clip of an NFL player running the ball on YouTube because then YouTube will bend me over the table and shove their fist right up my ass and I won't be able to upload for a week so I can't be doing that but David Montgomery sheesh looked good up against the Packers last week and man oh man are we this just like with Sanders we're having a battle of a good running back versus the coach now obviously most people think Sanders is better than uh than Montgomery, and I agree, but Montgomery's not a shit running back, he's basically, Montgomery's put in one of the worst situations, because he has a dumbass coach and a bad O-line, if Matt Nagy decided out of nowhere last week that he has finally figured out how to use David Montgomery in his second year in the NFL, couldn't figure it out last year, it's two years in, if he figured it out, then praise be the lord of fantasy football, because David Montgomery is going to go balls deep in the Detroit Lions' ass, but, 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 if Nagy somehow just saw that and then was like, you know what, that'll never happen again It doesn't use him, then he can literally go fuck himself. I hate Matt Nagy, David Montgomery, I love him this week, top 10. At number 11, we have Devontae Booker at the New York Football Jets. Great matchup here. Josh Jacobs out. Raiders down bad after last week getting fucked by the Atlanta Falcons. The Jets' defense is awful. Devontae Booker, this one screams to me like either the greatest pick ever or the biggest mistake I'll ever make in fantasy football. If Devontae Booker just plays terrible against the Jets, I wouldn't be surprised, but the upside here is the fucking moon. The goddamn Jupiter is how good Devontae Booker could do, so I got him at running back number 11. I'll probably end up regretting it, but I love him. I'm all in Pull up your cojones, slap them on the goddamn table. Devontae Barker, top 12, running back on the weekend. Number 12, we have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus the Denver Broncos. Now, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is currently ill, not sick. So, do will he end up even playing on Sunday? I don't know. I would assume so. If he doesn't play, Le'Veon Bell is a sneaky, 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 sneaky start. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been decent this year. Uh, hasn't been amazing. I mean, he's a rookie, so you can't really expect the world from him, but James Robinson, other rookie running back, is clearly outperforming him. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire up against the Denver Broncos. This is a good matchup for him, so I would expect him to be a top 12 back if he does end up suiting up on Sunday. Now on to running backs 13 through 24, so if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. At number 13, we have Antonio Gibson at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Antonio Gibson has been getting force-fed in these matchups, so even up against a tough pit defense, I will be willing to put him as a top 13 running back. But the only reason why he's not inside the top 12 is because he's playing up against the Steelers defense, and they are no joke. But I still think he'll be able to overcome that due to a significant amount of touches in this matchup up against the Steelers. And number 14, we have just kidding, J.K. Dobbins versus the Dallas. Cowboys now the Baltimore Ravens put you in one of the biggest mental gymnastics situations you've ever been in in your life to try to start J.K. Dobbins one he is in a very good rushing backfield but he is surrounded by a bunch of other motherfuckers who who are going to be getting touches and you have no idea going into the game which guy will be seeing the overwhelming amount of targets I mean or rushes will it be Gus will it be Ingram Will it be Dobbins? I have no idea, but my brain tells me Dobbins, so I like Dobbins here up against the Dallas Cowboys in a very, very, very strong spot for running backs. And number 15, we have Raheem the Dream Mostert versus the Buffalo Bills. Raheem Mostert is that motherfucker on the team. He's going to be the reason why if the 49ers end up winning, that will be why because Raheem Mostert can take the ball and 80 yards to the end zone as fast as Tyree can. Raheem Mostert is fast as fuckboy, like his name was Sonic. Up against the Buffalo Bills, this is definitely a good spot because the Bills' run defense is not all that great. At number 16, we have Kareem Hunt at the Tennessee Titans again. I spoke about him earlier, so there's no need to really expound too much on him. Um, Chubb has been getting more receptions than him which is k- kind of scary uh, but he's still useful in this offense still definitely a guy that can find the end zone and be worthy of a top 16 started running back this week at number 17 we have DeAndre Swift at the Chicago Bears is he good to go on Sunday? I don't know personally um, he says he feels fine or actually he said he wasn't feeling great I uh, Still feeling a bit bad, so I don't know if he's going to suit up on Sunday. Kenny Gallday isn't, so fuck me, right? But DeAndre Swift should play up against the Chicago Bears. He's just so used in this offense, getting a lot of receiving work. Now they have a new coach there because they fired Matt Patricia's dumbass. So maybe now we'll see a complete and utter freeing of DeAndre Swift where he just gets the ball every single time, and Adrian Peterson and Kerryon Johnson can just watch on the bench. At number 18, we have Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott, eat like Zeke, at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Zeke. He has been eating recently. He's been on like a fucking diet or something. He's been starving himself because he's played so bad as of recently. On Thanksgiving, you thought maybe Zeke would have a good game, right? I thought he could. I thought this was a nice matchup, you know? Play a Washington football team, you could do pretty well, and instead, the only thing you were eating was a fat fucking L instead of a W like your name was Jameis Winston. It was unreal how bad Zeke plays here against a tough run defense in the Baltimore Ravens. So yes, I am worried. That's why he's a top 18 running back, not a top 5 running back like you probably would have thought of going into the season. Why is the rushing attack so bad? I think it's because without Dak... He's just not as good. Dak makes it so that, hey, maybe they're not going to run the ball here. Maybe they'll try to throw it, this, that, and the other thing. Maybe Dak will run it. But now you're just thinking, oh, Zeke's going to get it here. And then they all stack the box. Zeke gets absolutely fucked behind the line of scrimmage. And he does nothing. So... Zeke, I like him as a running back. This is a tough matchup, and he is on a bad Cowboys team as of right now, so it is definitely worrisome at 18. At number 19, we have Wayne Gallman at the Seattle Seahawks. I was super high. I was higher than fucking Snoop Dogg on a Tuesday last week on Wayne Gallman, and he paid dividends in that matchup. Great uh, call for me. Wayne Gallman here up against the Seattle Seahawks. I like him again this week. Not as much as last week, but I still feel like up against Seattle, he will get a whole lot of rushing opportunity in this one. At number 20, we have KD, and we ain't talking Kevin Durant we ain't talking no snakes we're talking Kenyon Drake versus the Los Angeles Rams now Kenyon Drake double pumped his way into the end zone last week and I don't know if we'll see that again here Kyler Murray I feel like is pissed off and is gonna have a revenge game here not even a revenge game against the Rams but just an anger game against the Rams I like Drake a decent amount this week um the running backs this week once we get past like 12. I'm not as certain as I normally am. I feel like we're in a difficult week this week with a lot of tough matchups for these running backs, but I do think Drake should be good enough this week. Definitely a solid running back, too, on the week. At number 21, we have JT, Jonathan Taylor at the Houston Texans. Now, The Indianapolis Colts backfield is just as confusing as the Baltimore Ravens backfield because you legitimately have no idea what's going to happen. Jonathan Taylor could get the ball seven million times in the first quarter of the game. On the first drive, score a touchdown, fucking bend the defense over, fucking swiftly kick him right in the nuts, and score seven touchdowns in the first quarter. And then the next quarter, he's doing nothing because the coaches don't tell you how they're going to use these guys, it's so random, I don't understand it, Houston's a smash matchup, I like JT this week as a running back too, at number 22, we have Giovanni everyone's favorite Italiano running back at the Miami Dolphins, now the Dolphins run D is not amazing, their pass defense is much better as a Dolphins fan, I could say that definitely, we've had a train ran on us by Melvin Gordon and Philip fucking Lindsay in that game against the Broncos, so it would not surprise me if Giovanni Bernard looked good here especially without Joe Mixon at 23 with Benny Snell versus the Washington Football team. And as I'm recording this, of course, we get the news that DeAndre Swift is doubtful on Sunday. So, Carrion Johnson and Adrian Peterson will be kind of start worthy in deeper kind of leagues. So, Swift gets moved out of 17, unless, of course, he plays, because that's always possible. Benny, 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 Benny Snell, we're back to it at 23. Benny. Has a good shot here. Trap Money, Benny. I love Champagne, but you know he loved the Henny. I think that's what Drake said in that song. From the block, like you, Jenny, you know what I'm saying? But Benny Snell here up against the Washington football team is definitely not a smash matchup because the Washington football team front seven is good. But Pittsburgh likes to run the ball. Snell will be that guy unless Connor returns this week, which I don't think he will. At 24, we have Naheem Hines at the Houston Texans. Again, no idea what to think of this Colts backfield. Either of these guys could absolutely buttfuck the Houston Texans, but the other guy will probably end up fucking you, not being useful at all. Now to running backs 25 through 32. So again, if you ended up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. At number 25, we have Latavius Murray at the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I talked about this earlier with Alvin Kamara. With Taysom Hill, Latavius Murray is, for some reason, getting touches. Now, would it surprise me at all if Alvin Kamara absolutely hit him with the 619 Ray Mysterio on the Atlanta Falcons? No, it would not. But it would also not surprise me if Latavius Murray went absolutely bony again. So I will put Latavius at 25. At 26, we have that bitch, Carol Gaskin, versus the Cincinnati Bengals' Miles Gaskin up against the Bengals' smash matchup. But, again, we don't know if he's going to end up suiting up. But with the injuries to the running back core in Miami, a missile. Um, Salvan Ahmed looking like he's not gonna play. Gaskin almost has to play in this matchup at 27. We have Damian Harris at the Los Angeles Chargers. Again, I feel like this is gonna be a run heavy game for the Patriots. I don't love Harris because I feel like Cam Newton could just vulture him a couple of times, which will screw him over. But then again, he could score like two touchdowns in this matchup, and it wouldn't surprise me. So he's definitely a safe start at 27 to 28. We have Melvin Gordon, who I'm not even gonna talk about at Kansas City. Um, I hate this guy. I never want to fucking play him on my team. He's ranked at 28 because he does get the opportunity to tote the rock for the, uh, not the Chargers anymore, but for the Denver Broncos. But again, I don't love him. I don't feel ultra safe with him because him and Lindsey are parasitic backs in that backfield. At 29, we have James White at the Los Angeles Chargers. James White was irrelevant all of this season until the last two weeks. Has been good, so I like him again here as a safe play, as a running back three at 29 against the Chargers. At 30, we have Dookie Duke Johnson versus the Indianapolis Colts. Now, it appears that David Johnson... Uh, may end up coming off that IR and playing on Sunday. So, In that case, I don't like Duke Johnson at all, but I don't like David Johnson either coming off the injury. So I'll have Duke at 30, but again, David Johnson may miss at 31. We have Cam Akers at the Arizona Cardinals. Akers has been solid, but again, he's in a parasitic backfield as well, but he seems like the number one guy there now getting touches and up against Arizona that's definitely useful as a top 31 back. And closing in the top 32, we have the man who's been playing since the fucking pigskin has been formed, Frank Gore versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Hopefully, I didn't break your ears right there. But Frank Gore here, he's old as fuck, but he gets the ball enough to be worthy of a top 32 start up against the Raiders. So, thank you guys all for watching this video. Again, if you ended up enjoying please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. OverlayDFS.com down below in the description. Check it out. Come play. Win some cash. Eat a W like your name was James Winston. I love you all. Again, if you're new, hit that subscribe button. If you're not new, hit that like button. I love you all. See you beautiful bastards later with another banger of a video. As always, good boy!